Welcome back to the Recharge Podcast, episode 139. This is the Men's Health Month, and we're talking about prosthetic hyperplasia or hypertrophy. Not a sexy topic, I know, but I think it's important to convey some information about this topic because so many men are faced with this. It's something that I see on a daily basis in my men's health practice and age. This will catch all of us. So benign prosthetic hyperplasia or BPH as it's commonly known, is a condition that affects many men as they get older. I've seen younger men in their early 40s with this issue as well. It's important to note that this is not cancer, but it can cause the prostate gland to grow larger than usual. This leads to problems like difficulty with urination, getting up at night to go to the bathroom, urinating more frequently, and can really be disruptive to a person's lifestyle, particularly those that travel or if you're sitting on an airplane or in office meetings, having to get up every 30 minutes to go to the bathroom is quite annoying. So what is it? BPH is when the prostate gland becomes larger because of an increase in the number and size of the cells in a particular area of the prostate. And uh, this condition is more common in men over 40, as I alluded to already, but it becomes much more prevalent as men age. While it's not usually serious or life-threatening, it can affect the quality of life by interrupting daily activities, and sleep disruption is a huge driver of many health conditions that I'll talk about in another episode, and I've also covered before in the um, One Week to Better Sleep course. So who gets BPH? The chances, as I alluded to, go up with age. It's quite rare for men under 40, but very common for men as they're into their 70s and 80s. Other things that can increase the risk of having BPH or a large prostate include obesity, high blood pressure, and smoking. Smoking is tied to so many health conditions and problems. I talked about this uh, in the previous episode about uh, bloody swimmers or hematospermia and uh, just hammering home again the uh, critical nature of the effects of uh, tobacco smoke and and other things that are burned, uh, other chemicals and and, uh, substances that can produce similar effects on the body. Studies have also shown that black and Hispanic men might be more likely to have BPH compared to Caucasians. So how do you diagnose this? Well, part of it is a symptom inventory. You can find that online and kind of complete the questionnaire yourself and see if if your urinary issues could be related to this. Obviously, as physicians, we want to rule out other things. Um, uh, Infection, kidney infection, kidney stones. Is there some narrowing of the tube that goes from the bladder to the outside of the body through the penis? That's called stricture. One of the primary hallmarks to identifying BPH is the examination. And yes, it's uncomfortable. Nobody likes to have a finger in the backside, but it's one of the critical things that not only detects BPH and large prostate, but can also be a screening tool for prostate cancer, looking for nodularity, lumps, bumps, things that just shouldn't be there. This combined with a blood test, which is known as the PSA or prostate specific antigen, the levels of this are correlated to the age of the patient. And there's some other factors that I talked about uh, in a previous episode. If you want to look at the finasteride impact on uh, PSA levels, that's quite critical to understand as well. But anyways, there are well-established normal levels for the PSA, and that combined with the examination can help guide a physician uh, to what might be going on here or some potential avenues of treatment. And uh, as I talked to you about the DRE, the digital rectal exams, it's not something to avoid uh, prostate cancer. Uh, fortunately for most men, is a slow-growing cancer, but dying of prostate cancer can be quite unpleasant the uh, treatment's unpleasant as well. So like anything in life, early detection, early treatment are uh, much easier and much more palatable than once the horse is already out of the barn, so to speak. As I talked about earlier, some of the symptoms uh, that can be quite prevalent would be trouble urinating, like going to the toilet and just standing there and waiting for it to start. 
the urine stream might be weaker than normal, may not be as forceful. Some people feel an urge to strain or push or press to get the urine out fully, feel like their bladder's not emptying fully, and getting up at night to urinate, that's called nocturia. These are all symptoms, all well documented. There is a IPSS score, that is the International Prostate Symptom Score. I'll say that again, IPSS, you can find this online. This will give an idea about how much these symptoms might actually be affecting an individual. So the test that you're going to have potentially for anybody who's concerned about this will be a question answer type period, just like any condition you go to the doctor for the form above the IPSS screening test, uh, blood test, PSA, uh, urine analysis, where they look at the urine under the microscope, looking for infection, uh, protein, uh, calcium or other crystals, other things that might a hint at a different diagnosis. And then last but not least is the digital rectal exam where the doctor is going to physically examine the prostate to check its size and shape. So to wrap this up, BPH is common in older men. It doesn't mean that, that you're special. It's just something that catches us all with age. And understanding its symptoms and diagnosis uh, is an opportunity to understand that there are effective treatments and management for it. I'm not going to get into that in this uh, discussion here. But if a person is having these symptoms, I should not have any hesitancy at all to discuss them with a personal physician. Early diagnosis and treatment can help not only manage the symptoms, the condition, but also can improve the quality of life. So I hope you found that helpful. Uh, the online digital course site is reopened and going through a, a rebranding and updating stage with additional courses and webinars coming online. So I hope to check that out. The link is below this video. Let's go.